from ABC7, this is Game Time with Coach McVay. The Los Angeles Rams look to repeat their season opening win against Seattle when they take on the Seahawks, this time at SoFi Stadium. Hi everyone, this is Kurt Sandoval with ABC7 Los Angeles. We're going one-on-one with Rams head coach Sean McVay talking about Matthew Stafford's thumb. Is he thumbs up for this week's game, the signing of backup quarterback Carson Wentz, and the standout performance of the Rams rookie class. You'll also want to check out the video version of my interviews with the Rams coaches Saturday night at 11.45 Pacific on ABC7 Los Angeles and on our streaming channel. Welcome to Game Time with Coach McVay. Week number 11, the best thing I saw at practice this week was number nine, slinging it around again. Uh, How's that thumb looking? He's done a great job this week, you know, and it's really been good to get him back, to get some other guys back. I think the bye came at a good time and see if we can start off the second half of the season playing some really good football. Yeah, he talked about that. He was kind of, Matthew was joking, saying, I'm a big fan of the bye week if we want to have two bye weeks at this point (laughs) in his career. But what also happened in the bye week is you guys went and got Carson Wentz. Yep. And boy, I'm watching practice and and God forbid something happened where Matthew re-injures that thumb. What do you like about Wentz? He's played a lot of really good football, Kurt, you know, and this is a guy that, you know, has great experience to be able to draw on big, physical, strong player. He's got great processing ability. He's got great ability to be able to extend plays. He's super smart. I mean, he's come come in in a short amount of time, and and his work with Zach Robinson and how quickly he's picked things up, real conscientious. So I think that was a rare scenario to be able to add a player of his caliber that was out there that's played as much quality football as he has. Um, He's got a great humility about himself, and so we've really enjoyed being around him over this first week. That was one of the big things I noticed is obviously his size. He's a massive man for a quarterback. He talked about knowing you a little bit and his humility – Um, What is it about that that makes off the field for a good quarterback on the field? I think that's probably a credit to his family, his parents, the way that he was raised, the core values. He's obviously um, got a strong faith, and I think that guides a lot of the values and principles that he lives by. But um, he's just an impressive guy, and I've really appreciated and respected the way that he's handled a lot of different situations from afar. Um, he's got a lot of quality football that I think is ahead of him, but I think that's also been on display in this league, um, not only for the Eagles, but I thought he played really well for the Colts and, yeah. and did some really good stuff for the Commanders as well. And so we're, gr- we're grateful to be able to have Carson on board. Well, uh, here we are, week 11. That's You had mentioned this week, that's equivalent to a full collegiate season. Yeah. You've had a good rookie class. 11 weeks in, how would you evaluate your rookies? I feel really good. I think there's a lot of guys that you know we really look at as big-time players for years to come. Um, but it's really about right now. Let's continue to play well. Um, let's see how they did a good job. And, and I think that's already been you know on display. You, know, you could see those guys are feeling fresh. They're feeling rejuvenated. Expect us to have a better bounce in our step. And um, you know, want to see these guys finish out. We know that we're guaranteed eight games. There's a lot mm-hmm. of football left, but mm-hmm. we want to start playing really good quality football. And, and I think there was a lot of examples of that uh, when we opened up against this team. It's kind of ironic that you started your season against a really good football team at Seattle, and now we're really starting the second half of the season at home against this same division opponent who we have tremendous respect for. Well, speaking of, we've got to play Puka Nakua, your, one of your rookies, yeah. had a sensational game. He had 10 catches for 119 yards. What did you like about this play in the opener? Well, you know, this is a big time. I mean, this was in crunch time right here. It's a third down situation. I think you look at it first and foremost, the protection for guys to strain, Matthew to be able to keep his eyes down the field. 
you know, we had a, a motion where Tutu wasn't sure if that ball was, the, you know, for him or not. But Puka, great sideline awareness. I think that's the one thing, you know, as a rookie, you look at it. It's a great job being able to work a release. He's got a guy in a trail position, tracks it. What a throw and catch. This was on a third down and nine, kept the drive alive and allowed us to be able to go get, um, you know, some more points to be able to tack on to the 30 points that we ended up having that day. But what I love, too, is the excitement on the sideline. Yeah. I mean, you Ernest. see Ernest Jones. That energizes everybody. And this was a huge play. And, you know, I, I really thought he was outstanding. One of his biggest plays was on our first drive of the game. It's a second down and 17 from the 17-yard line after I made a poor call on a jet sweep. He ends up taking a little run alert that he and Matthew connect on down to the one-yard line, and Kyron Williams punches it in. Uh, but he made play after play. Um, he was a huge factor in that game, and we expect the same this week. I talked to him in the locker room this week and brought up some of those exact points, and he said for him, Puka, that he needs to get back to all the fundamental things that he was doing right. What was he doing right? How much of that is just people realizing, oh, the 17 is a great player and, and changing defensive schemes against him? I think it's really just the consistent detail snap in and snap out that he's capable of playing with. You know, any great player that I've been around, they have extremely high standards for themselves. And so, um, and that's not only just as a pass catcher, that's when you're competing without the ball. And he's a complete football player. I think it was great for him to be able to get some time, you know, you know, to be able to get refreshed himself. I mean, yeah. you talk about a physical toll that the first nine games have taken on a player, the amount of targets, the amount of catches, the way that he's utilized in the run game. He's a big factor, but I think that consistency ends up being the truest measurement of performance. He's been, uh, he's been a stud, but he's got really high standards for himself. And so how can I play great? How can I make sure that I don't lose sense or you know, that I don't lose the importance of the fundamentals and the techniques to be able to bring my game to life at the highest level? So Puka has been, he's less than 100 yards away from setting the Rams rookie record for receiving in a game, in a season, excuse me. And then at the same time, you didn't have Cooper Cup that game. And now He's going to be back, and, and he had eight catches in his first game, but he's only had eight catches in his last three combined. I know one of those games, Matthew Stafford was out. Another one, one of those. One and a half. <laughs> yeah, right? And, yeah. and that game got out of control, too. Sure. So uh, does Cooper, is, how much of that is scheme stopping Cooper? How much is that of, of missing time? What do you see that as? It's Did a combination you of you know, things in regards to you know, sometimes he you know, elicits a lot of attention. There's certain things that we can do to be able to help him out. And so um, every single game and really each play is its own separate entity. And I think the first thing that Cooper would tell you if you asked him is, let me just play good quality football within mm -hmm. the framework of my role each snap. Mm -hmm. That means I get a bunch of targets and go do my thing. Outstanding. But I can do my thing by eliciting coverage and then opening up opportunities for other people as well. And so he's a guy that you want to be able to get involved. Um, I think that you know each game is, is a little bit different story, but this is still a guy that's playing at a really high level we got to do a good job of helping him uh, you know get involved find those opportunities while I think it's also beneficial to spread the ball around get you know Puka involved Tutu was another guy that was a huge factor in this first right. game where he had over 100 yards Higby made his plays um, you could see you know that's the when the ball is spread around that's when I think we're at our best and then Matthew does a great job of being able to go um, you know where the coverage dictates based on the call that we have hey, we've talked a lot about Matthew this season and last season Season, but I, I just have to say this. I mean, when you don't have Matthew Stafford, 
it just jumps off the map. Yeah. What he can do. I mean, it's. I, I know you don't want to go through any game without Matthew sure. Stafford, but when you have to have a Green Bay game or, or any game, half a game in Dallas without Matthew Stafford, is that, to me, not 10 exclamation points of what this guy does in it's, your it's offense? It's a huge deal because he makes other people around him better. He, you know, th- There's a certain confidence when you've got the right guy at the switch that I think it just elevates the other 10 guys around you. Yeah. Um, now, that being said, we expect to you know have everybody step up a little bit if you have a great player down like Matthew or if you're missing a Cooper. And I thought you saw the those receivers step up in the right. first four weeks when you're not, uh, when you don't have one of your guys who's been one of the better players in this league for a long period of time. And right. so Matthew means a whole lot. Um, you know, the quarterback position is so important, but especially him with everything that he provides from a leadership, from a production, from just his overall, the aura that he has about himself. And we're sure glad to be able to have him back. I get it. Uh, Byron Young, Kobe Turner, we got a play from them from yeah. the Seattle game as nice. well. Uh, Speaking of your rookie class, what do you remember? What do you like? Good job. I mean, you earn these opportunities to be able to rush the quarterback. You know, we got a little inside movement. You know, Kobe does a great job of being able to get vertical penetration. You can see Byron is pushing, you know, the left side of the pocket from an offense, right side from us and from the end zone. You can really appreciate it. And then Kobe Turner demonstrating his appreciation for music, uh, going (laughs) going composer on us right there. Um, You know, but this is a really good job. I mean, good coverage on the back end. We're only rushing four. And the way that that pocket collapsed, I mean, this was a cool way to be able to close out the game. Um, Aaron ended up making a play on the next, you know, set of plays. And it was, uh, you know, the the defense, they got off the field on third down. They did a good job in these past situations of creating pressure. And um, you don't always have to do it with, uh, you know, with rushing more than four. And and this is a great example of that. In, In halfway point of the season, how has Kobe developed in your eyes with Aaron Donald's leadership? I think really good. Uh, I think he's done an excellent job. He's a he's a rookie that's mature beyond his years. I think the best question you can ask is what Aaron thinks of him. You know, oh, because okay. Aaron is a guy that has um, really high standards for himself, as we know, but he's very aware. Um, and he's, you know, I know that Kobe has earned Aaron's respect with the way that he goes mm. about practice, the way he prepares, how smart and conscientious he is. He's a tough guy. He's a ram in every sense of the word. And I think you see a lot of these rookies, whether it's the Byron Youngs, the Kobe Turners, the Puka Nakuas, the Steve Avilas, those guys represent the kind of guys that we're looking for. And um, those guys in particular have really shined bright. Speaking of Steve, he's started every game for you guys at the offensive line. Big kid. I, I, quite frankly, he's one of my favorite. Yeah, he's he, got a great way about himself. He really does. And But he's a... What do you like about this young man, rookie out of TCU? How quickly he's matured. I like it. You know, he's he's obviously got some great physical traits. He's big. He's stout. He's got the athleticism to be able to redirect. Um, I think he's done a nice job being productive in both phases, both the run and the pass. But he likes playing. You know, when you watch us score a touchdown or he springs a block on a screen for a touchdown or a big play, this guy enjoys football. You can watch by his nonverbal communication. He's got great body language. Um, he's He's got a great personality off the field as well, but then he knows how to be able to flip that switch uh, and play with that edge that's necessary to compete at a high level on the interior parts of the offensive line. And um, you know, I've, I've really been impressed and pleased and we want to keep going because I think he's got an incredibly bright future and I think there's still a lot of things that um, he can continue to do to take his game to another level, which will be really special. And, and when you guys score touchdowns, honestly, it's one of my favorite things is how quick 
you talk about energy. That oh, yeah. guy is seems always to be right if there. If you watch, he was so juiced after Puka had the walk off <laughs> against Indianapolis, and he's running to celebrate with him, and then he's dead, just leaning down, <laughs> catching his win. But it's he's he's a fun guy to be around. You love coaching him. Bobby Brown is expected to get him back. Yep. What does he add to this? Defense. You know, big, sturdy player on the interior parts of our defensive line. Um, I really like the way that Bobby approached the offseason training camp. He's gotten better. He's got some of these traits where he can really hold up, uh, you know, a couple gaps, sometimes two and three. Wow. Um, he's playing with the techniques. He's got the athleticism. Um, and he does a really good job of solidifying the interior parts of our defensive line. That enables us to be a little bit more flexible in terms of how we're utilizing the surrounding pieces, whether that's the Kobe Turners of the world, whether that's Larry. Murchison getting him back feeling good off his knee injury continuing to see Jonah Williams shine bright and then we know Aaron Donald's always going to be a big star of that group as well we'll be right back hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, more on Game Time with Coach McVeigh. I was speaking with uh, Matt LaFleur, your offensive coordinator. You guys are really tight. And I said, what, what does a Pete Carroll defense do different? And he says, it's not just their speed, it's their length. Yeah. Can you explain that? Well, I think that's a credit, you know, a credit to the personnel that they identify. You know, John Snyder and Pete, they have a certain prototype in terms of the length, the ability to be able to create pressure on the quarterback. They like guys that can play up at the line of scrimmage from the corner spots and then safeties that have range. You know, Witherspoon has been a really big addition that yeah. they took with the number five overall pick. They obviously added Leonard Williams, who's been a big time player for the Giants for a handful of years, but um, they are really sound on all three levels. They, you know, you, you you hear Coach Carroll talk about compete, but it comes to life on their film. They mm. play hard. They've done a good job over the last handful of years of, you know, they they have, you know, they've they've got a little bit more that they're really presenting in regards to some coverage varieties, some different things that are reflective of, all right, how do we use our personnel? Whether that's is Jamal Adams on the field, how do we want to take advantage of him? Quandry Diggs, um, you know, they feel really good about Woolen on the outside. Brown's played really good football, and then Witherspoon has inside and outside flex. Julian Love is making a lot of plays, you know, and then we're very familiar with what a great player Bobby Wagner is. Yep. Jordan Brooks is a guy that you can see is taking after Bobby and playing really high-quality football. They got some guys on the edges and then the interior parts of the D-line. They, they've really started to hit their stride. They're playing really good football. It's going to be an excellent challenge for us. It's interesting you brought up Witherspoon because that's – I love when Matthew talks. He just says 21. Yeah. 21's jumping off the map. Yeah, and, and he wasn't right. there in the in the first game. Right. When he says uh, this, he's a rookie corner out of Illinois, what do you see about this – you go number five I think, overall. I think That's one of the best things that you can really say when you're looking at it from an offensive lens, like who do you feel on the tape? Who makes their presence felt? And gotcha. sometimes there's opportunities to make plays and sometimes there's not. But he's a playmaker. He takes advantage. He gets his hands on the football. Um, he's making plays when they send him as a rusher um, in some of their five-man rush. And, and he's just got a good feel. You can see he recognizes concepts, um, just the overall athleticism, the short space quickness. But, you know, the easiest 
easiest way that I can articulate it is, is when you're watching the film, you feel 21 jump off the screen, just like you would if you're saying, hey, let's watch our defense. 99 Nine. is always popping. Yeah. Um, and there's certain guys, just like Jalen always did um, on our film. And, and he's one of those guys that you're saying, you might not know anything about what his draft status was, but you're like, 21 shows up, snap in and snap out, um, as do a lot of players on their tape, but especially him because he wasn't playing the last time. So yep. really, you know, there's an exclamated point on that. So last kind of couple of things you mentioned right at the beginning, getting guys guys back Rob Havenstein uh huge and he, he'll be back he's gonna be back yeah right. and that's a big deal you know his leadership um you know his production uh he's just such a steady you know good tough competitor that means a lot to our football team we've yeah. really missed him these last couple weeks and then uh the weather this week it was raining but I'm assuming no effects with practice you get it didn't in all really your work. you know it was almost you know it rained in the early parts and then uh when i came out for the team period it ended up stopping raining so it was good oh. you know they, they, i think our <laughs> field guys and i think brendan Berger and carter crutchfield were super pleased um and it didn't affect our ability to you know go about our business this week one kind of uh overall with the franchise uh they officially announced you guys are moving to woodland hills i know that's the least of your concerns yeah. this week. Um, but what are your thoughts overall on on the new facility with Mr. Kroenke? I, I think it's a, a huge credit to, you know, working for great ownership where they're committed to trying to provide the best. And this was something that he's really tried to identify a space to be able to have a first-class facility for a long time. Um, I know there's been a lot of hard work behind the scenes to identify that. There's still a lot of hard work to be done in terms of finalizing those plans, exactly what it looks like. But um, it makes you feel good because you have consistent support i couldn't be more grateful to work for such a great owner um, but my job is to do better with this football team right now and let's see how we can play better let's have uh you know the ability to continue to develop these players and see if we can get ourselves back on track and that that's exactly where our focus is and you know i am uh, i'm looking forward to attacking an opportunity to be able to do that with these guys this weekend i'm optimistic good luck i know you guys are working hard yeah. appreciate everybody watching game time with coach mcveigh sean thank you appreciate it and be sure to watch the video version of Game Time with Coach McVeigh, Saturday nights at 11.45 Pacific on ABC7 Los Angeles and on our streaming channel.